So I'm telling you, the reason I like these ice balls is because I feel like kind of fancy, you know? Like I should be drinking something like way more expensive than Coke mixed with soy sauce. So. I agree. All right. And th- th- listen, that's a whole other conversation. I don't like yes and games. Okay. You know what? <laughs> that's fine. All right. But listen, we have a great show for everyone today because we are talking it's about... Oh. full. It's packed. It's... Uh, it's- Spilling out the sides. It, it's like right after Thanksgiving dinner when you eat so much that you have trouble breathing. Yeah, that's how much that content we have. Oh, I mean, I literally ate a piece of sweet potato pie before we came in here. So. Oh, you lucky woman! I, I had some of that leftover turkey on a sandwich. Did you? Yes, I did. What did you think? I thought it was delicious. Smoked turkey. What do you oh, think, Baby so Yoda? Good. Well, Baby Yoda's too busy Wait, trying he, to like force pull be ba- something. Batu. <laughs> I don't know. All right, but before we get into all of the Star Wars stuff, we we have some like Christmas stuff that you know. Uh, since, since we're nearing it and like all of like the console like next gen is coming up, there is some PS5 drama I wanted to bring up. And I still don't have a PS5. No, and, um, we're probably not going to get one this year. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean, I want to wait until they release like an actual Miles Morales version of the console. That, that you're like waiting so. for the Snyder cut there. <laughs> No, nope. they had the Snyder cut. Yeah, they did. Yes, <laughs> okay. and and there was a Peter Parker version of the PS4, which Anthony has. Ooh, but yeah, there is some drama because um, I, I have no idea. Amazon can't th- this year can't help but suck for now. Everybody, because apparently frustrated Amazon buyers receive coffee machines, fryers, and cat food instead of the new PS5 console. So imagine that you you saved up, maybe your hours were cut because of COVID. And you think, you know what? At least I'm going to have a cool gaming experience. And then you get cat food. Well, maybe it was the kind of cat food that was like black and white. Like there's <laughs> like a lot of the stuff that it, it said, go back up. What's um, this? It's down here. It's right here. There's more stuff down there. More what? Coffee machines, Coffee foot machine. massagers, and cat food. Well, then maybe the foot massagers kind of look similar to the PS5. Do you see that one meme where it was like, "Oh yeah, the, the all the, the things, all the things that look similar to a PS5." Yep, it's like what well, there is one imposter. It was for that game <laughs> Among Us. Well, I mean, it says this is people who pre-ordered the console from Amazon. Yeah, I. So that is so sad, though. It's like you're sitting there, like, how much is a console? It's like six hundred bucks, right? Five hundred. Five hundred and something. So well, it's four ninety nine. Oh, really? Okay. For the disc version. This happened to enough people for it to be a news. A story. news story. So some journalists said that she'd gotten a notification from Amazon that her order of the console had been marked as missed by Amazon, but that there had been no attempt to deliver. And then she received a package of an unsolicited air fryer. I, I'm curious what glitch makes that happen. Unsolicited air fryer. That's funny. Yeah. That, that sounds that sounds like a band name from the 80s. Like, we are, un- we are unsolicited air fryer. Let's rock. Fry. Someone else said, same thing happened to me, except I received a PlayStation 5 box, but it was empty inside. <laughs> See, that's like at least when you open the box and like it's an air fryer, you're like, well, I've got okay. Something. But then you open it. And you see the box, you're like, yes. Yeah, that's worse, isn't it? And then you open it and there's nothing in there. Well, and remember, you have to pick up the box. It's not like it just like flops in front of you and then it opens by itself. So you know something is up when you well, get Well, maybe it's, maybe it's kind of a hefty box. I don't know. Maybe. 
It's like, well, yeah. I've always needed an air fryer. I guess yeah, listen, karma's, the, the universe is trying to tell me something. Tell me something. I almost feel like we should watch the Mega 64 skit about the PS5. Today. Okay, let's talk about one more bit about the PS5 before we do that then. All because right. it didn't end there. No. A scalper group has a huge stockpile of these things they for have resale. 3,500 consoles. Oh, yeah. And, and they're just showing it off. Like, hey, listen, we're scumbags and watch us be scumbags. It's it's a a scalper group in the UK. They required it says just under thirty five hundred consoles with the intent of reselling them <sighs> all for profit during the launch period. God, just imagine you're sitting there, you've got your you're you're looking at your empty box, and then you hear about this. What was that? Um, oh, the, that the, the British movie with uh, all right, all right in it. Oh, oh, the um, the one where he's grown. Matthew weed. McConaughey's grown stolen weed. Uh, <sighs> Oh, I imagine that's what the scalpers the look scalpers. like. That that British gang, very very proper yeah. British scalper. It's like when the lion's hungry, the lion eats. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> huh. That was an all right movie, honestly. I forgot what the movie that movie what that movie was called. Uh, that, that was like one of the last movies I saw before you know we all got sent to our rooms for the year. Didn't didn't we go see it together? I think we may have. Hang on. And the, did we see it with? We saw it with Emily too. Maybe. Maybe. Uh yeah, the the gang with like the kids are like boxers, but also they're like really trendy on the streets too. Yeah, I got them. Those are the kids that took all the. Forget, I'll put a picture up. Yeah, those are the kids that took all the X uh, the PS fives. Oh, those bastards! Oh, uh, oh, Serenity! If you haven't watched that, um, continue to not. It was crazy, but but not worth it. What are we talking about? Uh, that was just a movie. I I saw it on a lunch break. Um. Okay. This was like a 2019 movie, probably. Yeah. That's right. So, what are we learning about this Xbox? Xbox. Sorry, PS5. PS5. Well, we're we're learning. Oh, I mean, there's the wrong the, thing. The Xbox is probably, I think, having the same issue. Oh yeah, I'm seeing Xbox in the in the the problem article is, here. Yeah. So it's talking about there are a lot of flaws within the pre-order or purchase yeah. process that allows a bunch of people to order an excess of them. They, they, need Xbox, they need Xbox ID laws in, in place so that when you order an Xbox, you show an ID and then you get it. But it has to be specifically for an Xbox. So you should have to go through through Xbox or Microsoft to get an ID. Um, I, I think we should register ourselves to how, the company. How very, uh, what's the word <laughs> I'm looking for? Uh, free market of you. Oh, yeah. Super free market. <laughs> now, um, it, it is rough. And like th that's the problem with the digital age is like, Oh, this happened at the at the Five Eleven store. Um, some guy came in and just cleaned them out of like ninety pairs of jeans, the kind I like from them. Hmm. And so now they 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 haven't been able to like restock it for, for like a month and a half now. Okay, let yeah, let's see. It's nine minutes, but let's see. What... Oh God, this is almost painful to watch now. Four minutes. Oh, nine. Okay, four. Okay. Oh, Rocco, he, he's a ton of fun. I worked with him on the uh, Mega Sixty Four movie that's coming up. Oh, they let you hang out with him. Well, I had to be on camera with him, so it, so I don't know if that counts as hanging out or like working, but yeah. So he got a PS5. PS5. He's open. He's unboxing it. Oh, this, it's the internet. Oh, this wow. is an unboxing. This makes this way more satisfying, honestly. So you know, this is all building up to something. I haven't seen this skit yet. Really? No, I haven't. Did you see their PSP one? Uh -uh. I'm hoping this is going to be good because there's a lot of buildup. <laughs> What's this, Dark Souls or Demon Dark? Souls? Demon Souls. Demon Souls. 
Demon's souls. Oh, dropped no. it. That's the, the wrong side. Oh, <laughs> why? That was painful to watch. Why would you do it? Oh, he, oh, he got the, the slot. Oh, he got the the, the, the digital the digital. Version. That's when I this that was. Oh, oh no! Get it all nice and lubed up to get it. Oh, this no. See, I don't know. Is, is this supposed to be? I see. There's like, a Rocco or like someone who doesn't really know what what life is. <laughs> what life is? <laughs> oh God! Honestly. <laughs> That looks, looks kind of delicious, actually. No. We're running it under no. all the ports. Why? <laughs> oh, the garage. Kicks open the garage door. <laughs> okay. Doesn't handle it very well. No. Okay. I think that might be a display. Because I'm seeing no. like glue. No. That's a. I'm pretty that's sure. mayonnaise. Oh, that's me. Okay. Damn it. No. What? This is not a display model. Oh, God. I thought that was. I was hoping that was glue. So the next time you see or hear from Derek, which, you know. Semi unlikely. Yeah. You can tell him. Screw you, man. Like, there are scalpers. PS5 looks kind of like a folder. It looks more like a Kaiba's jacket from Yu Gi Oh! But yeah, if you held that under your arm and had some papers next to it, they'd be like, oh, that's a really hefty file you got there. It's a really thick file. Really Why? What part of the PS. Oh, we got it in there. Hey! Not really. <laughs> well, it's, it's technically in there. I'm gonna. Oh, God, please let it work. Ah, shit. I was hoping it would still work. Oh, wow. This, is, this took a horror element there for a second. I have an I issue with this. Oh. I wanted to see if I get a refund. Because so, I tried to get the disc in, and uh -oh. nothing's working. Okay, here's where it becomes the, the, the okay, yeah, weather. I mean, I tried everywhere. I, I didn't even know where the slot was. I tried to get it in there, but... And at a certain point, this, I, I worked at GameStop, I'm so I understand like how this feels. Forever. Uh, this is the second time that they tricked me, so... Right. What is this? That's part of the PS5. What is all this? <laughs> That's the side of the PS5. I mean, what is all this stuff? Oh. This hair. Oh, you see that? I mean, what is this? Problem. To the beach? No. No, that's Sony's issue. Beach. That's not mine. Listen, I just want a refund and then I'll, I'll, it'll be fine. We don't have to exchange it or anything. Oh, this, this is great now. It's fine. Got Rocco has balls oh. of steel, let me tell you. I mean, the whole system's in there. <laughs> it is. It's um, Right. He's done this for no so long, stop, man. No right? He's probably like so. No one's gonna take this. To just, just dead. Okay, if you to, can't give me a refund, uh, awkwardness of others. Yeah. Just give oh, me yeah. an Xbox Series S. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> an Xbox Series S. And y'all, y'all realize which one the S is, it's right? It's the digital. One. It's the digital version. Um, do you want? Should I reveal some secrets behind the scenes in this video? Oh, please do. Um. That Demon Souls game was not the one that they purchased for this because they apparently like left it behind at either at someone's house. Ooh. And it was actually Johnny's. Spike, you remember Johnny, don't you? He helped us do some videoing for yeah. yes. the Derek's, shows. Yep. The guy that Derek brought in. Yeah, it was Johnny's disc. Oh, and he he, he And they were like, they were like, bro, we have a brand new unopened copy for you we'll bring it to you and you can just you can see it in his face he's just like 
Oh. I know these people. I know what's going to happen. And so broke his was, it, was it Derek's idea that they scrape it on the ground? <laughs> I think so. When he's just to pick it up. <laughs> just. And then and then the behind the scenes camera is filming everybody's faces and everyone's just like, oh, abject horror. Yeah. It's like when you, it's like you hear like a squeaking noise on plastic or something. You yeah. just like. Ugh. And. Rocco actually apparently has never used power tools in his life. So he was very uncomfortable actually doing the bit with the with the well, with the saw. They so the they gun. show him holding it up and you know but then when if you paid attention or looked a little closely you could see that it wasn't Rocco's hands it was actually Sean's hands. That makes sense honestly but I yeah. I noticed that they they took the, the the safety guard off for that so he could like do this. Mm -hmm. I don't think Rocco would be the one to like let me take my fingers and put it next to this saw here and hold it. No. <laughs> um Oh, then they tried to get Kevin, Kevin, uh, to fix it, and then he was oh, all yeah. like acting like he was gonna get it done. He's like, you know what? Actually, I can actually put this back together. And if like, you do this and then that, and then and he sprayed and it turned, with with electronic cleaner, like just doused it. Oh god! And he's like, we don't really need most of these ports, you know. And then and then he tried to turn it on, and he's like, what do you guys do to this? this <laughs> yeah, <like, it's, laughs> broken. Yeah, yeah, you you put well, you soaked it in water. So the first time you turned it on, you arced something and blew something out. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Okay, so oh, this is probably uh, the PS10 right here. I, well, what I was thinking was this is like at the end of 2020. This is the news article you hear. It's like, well, we found something interesting in the desert. <laughs> in this movie, it smash cuts to a black scene and says four months later, and all three of us are like fighting to survive in the dystopian apocalypse hellscape. It's like. It's funny, like watching all these guys walk up to it. Like, there's something in you that's like, "Why are you guys getting close to that? You Don't step go away." You know <laughs> what year it is. <laughs> why are you getting? Why are you looking at that? Yeah, we found a mysterious monolith in the desert, so we're just gonna get near it. And uh, if we grow extra appendages, yeah. In Utah, of all places, Utah. I feel like the camera guy's even too close. Right? It's like, no, they need to just nuke that. <clears throat> so apparently <laughs> they spotted okay. it when they were flying above kind of stuff. <laughs> tracking animal yeah. migrations or, or something. I don't even right. well, yeah, it's not something remember. You look for. There's and no patrol for yeah. monoliths. It looks no, and it it was reflective and so like yeah. literally one person saw it in a split second and he was like what was wow. that? And he's like, dude, go back. You can see like screws or something. It looks yeah. like it's man-made. I pray it's, it's man-made. Definitely man-made. So Don't make that assumption. Buy food, <clears throat> dig a shelter, <laughs> and be ready. You know, it'd be cool if like people start finding those all over the world. Oh. It's like, it's another one of those silly <laughs> monoliths. <laughs> Let me tell you. Right here in Malaysia. <laughs> they seem to be forming some sort of pentagram shape when you uh, put them all together. So, uh, not sure what's up with that. Oh, well, God. let's let's go to Cindy with the weather. <laughs> oh, it's nice to have something light for this year, you know. Yeah. A little do they know it's this like, is like. It's like, hey, Cindy, didn't you go see one of these monoliths? And you just see her like she's bleeding from her eyes. Yes, I did. <laughs> A thousand years of agony begins today. Like, oh, and you'll say, is it the weather? Let me tell you, I heard about that cold front. <laughs> oh man. Oh, boy. Okay. So we have... Star Wars! Yes, we have a couple episodes of Mandalorian to catch up on. Mm. So when we left off with the last one, we had Bo-Katan telling um, 
Mando that he needed to go to Corvus, yep. but he realized that his ship was just not going to make it. So he had to make a little stop over at um, Bounty Hunter Planet. Right. So it, it needs more repairs. And so they head to Navarro and they meet up with Cara Dune and Grief Karga. Yep. And while the Razor Crest is being repaired, he Mandalorian is shown around. He gets to see how much... Things have improved on the planet. Since, Way less sketchy. Property right. values have spiked. <laughs> since he was there. Um, and Grief Karga is now the magistrate and Cara Dune is the marshal. And there's only one thing remaining that they have to take care of before they feel like the planet is completely safe because there is an imperial base on the planet and they think it's just what, like a supplies a little like ammo dump or something right yeah and so he agrees to help them destroy it and so they go there and they well, just first they drop off baby yoda at school we'll get to that i'm sorry that's just the cutest part yeah they drop off the child at the school and then he acts like a little douche <laughs> um so they go to the base and they actually end up discovering that it's been used for experimentation with baby yoda dna with the baby's dna his blood and that's when they say it um they have a video where there's a scientist reporting to moff gideon that the donor has a high m account Metachlorians. Which we all know it's metachlorians. Oh, just gag me with a spoon. So they destroy, <laughs> they just, they end up destroying the base and they escape while being pursued by some stormtroopers and speeder bikes and TIE fighters. And they manage to stop the speeder bikes while Mando actually is able to destroy the TIE fighters with his repaired razor crest. Shiny he, and new. He took out of, yeah, he took off out of there in his, with his jetpack. And then Mando and the child leave for Corvus, not knowing that an Imperial spy that we actually saw at the very beginning of the episode yep. planted a tracker on the ship uh, for Moff Gideon. Yeah, I, I know it's just for like artistic license and to show like his ship is back in working order. But in universe, that means they buffed his ship. Yeah, like the the amount of time that it was literally like they fixed it in two hours. Right. Well, and remember, is really what it felt like. And remember, him and I have spoken guy fixed it by themselves on a desert rock with quill. limited. Yeah, quill. So, like, this ship is like the best ship in the universe as far as like it does for reliability. <laughs> I mean, the fact that it was able to limp as far as it did, right? After without a, just imploding is after kind that of Mon Calis screwed him. Mm hmm. Oh man, and let me tell you, like, yeah, that that was adorable when like Baby Yoda, like, you know, when Baby Yoda is going to use his mind powers, it's mostly for snack related issues. Yeah, he, like, he, they drop him down in a seat and they take off to go have this, you know, conversation and go destroy this base. Yep. Uh, and that's really lax um, school system. Right. Like, yeah. if there's an empty seat, you just put a kid there but, and they're like, whatever age, whatever right. species, <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> they're already registered. So this is how you register kids. Tele yeah. yeah tele no shots. Yeah. Telekinesis. <laughs> Whatever, don't care. Yeah, they, You're in, they, this is history class, kid. Learn, learn some, some stuff. They today. they put him in the seat next to this other kid who's enjoying some space macarons, mm. and the what? child very nicely, like he he looks and he sees him eating these and they look delicious, mm -hmm. and he very nicely asks, he's like, eh, and the kid is like, 
I, no, I've been like that in high school. Like somebody was like uh, wanting my chicken nuggets, and he's like, "Oh, come on, give me some." And I liked the guy, but I was so hungry, I just. Went, <laughs> so I, I know the listen. He could be a dick, but he also could be just really hungry. I don't know. There, there could be. There were Napoleon Dynamite memes that spawned of this. Oh, you know, the give me some tots, basically. <laughs> but it's you know, give me your macarons, um, space macarons. And so the child continues to ask, and he's like, ah. and the kids just like, no. Yeah, there's my. And he goes back to eating the one he has in his hand, and the kid is like. You hear the man. Screw you! I want those. You, you hear the force noise happen, and suddenly, oh, I have space macaroons now. And like, yeah, he he he's like eating, and then he looks over, and the the baby has the container there, and he's like crumbling all over there, all over himself, and just happy he's eating a, his freaking macaroons. He's like, now I can learn about Star Wars history. Right. <laughs> Star Wars history. <laughs> said, yeah, and imagine like if that kid, if, like imagine if they made it like, um, what was the Shazam with those like insane bullies mm -hmm. that hit a kid with a, uh, if he was like that, then like the Mando would, it would end with the Mando kicking in the door to the kid's house and murdering the whole family. Yeah. And you would not feel bad. No. <laughs> but, uh, meanwhile, we, we get back and we find uh, what the blue fish guy, Mithril. Yeah. He's back and he has his glands intact. Portrayed by Horatio Sands. Yep. And, who okay. is apparently still blind in one eye. Oh, that's, that's sad. From uh, Carbonite. Carbonite. Oh, yeah, yes. 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 I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. And <clears throat> you, were, you were curious that, like, you, you've, yeah, you were saying, is that a really a thing that can happen? It's like, yes. It happened to Han Solo. Solo. Yep. It happened like, to Han Solo. Yep. When he's yep. when they get him out, he's like, he's getting sent to the Sarlacc pit. And it's like, yeah, it's a big blur. And that's a big joke. He's like, shooting to, like, save Lando. And he's still hitting stormtroopers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if the blind guy can do it, then there's still no excuse for the stormtroopers. Yeah. Oh, and you mentioned the uh, the the, um, the speeder troopers, and remember how like they're bad at everything. It turns oh, out. Oh yeah. When like, so when they when they are leaving the base in this like troop tank transport, transport um, they're like diving down a mountain, and the stormtroopers jump on these allegedly very nice speeder bikes yep. and they're like zigzagging and then they come up to a point where i think one guy kind of like clips the jumped other off yep and then they like clipped and then they both exploded <laughs> i was like okay wow you don't have a plan for this like they this this was like some action movie stuff if it were the good guys they would have all landed perfectly but since they're bad guys like not nah, just they smashed dead like stormtroopers are already at like a zero yeah that just like made them go to like negative two efficiency <laughs> negative two. It's like, it's like you guys are already at zero. You guys already suck. Your armor sucks. You get killed in one shot. You can't hit anything. There's only one thing that they are. There's only one thing that they are efficient at doing. Dying. Dying. Mm. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like in the in the first season when he found like all the Mandalorians had been killed under the city. Yeah. And I'm like, well, how did they die? Did like the bodies of stormtroopers clog up every available route for oxygen to get in after they were slaughtered so thoroughly? And Truly, that would be about the only way. They don't even have like guardrails on like any other yep. like, um, <laughs> like what, what would you call that? Any the, of their the control like, surfaces? control areas? Yeah, yeah. literally. Like they, then also they send the they're failing OSHA standards. Seriously, the, uh, yeah, OSHA showed up and Darth Vader choked all of them. He's like, you guys need to put some guardrails. No, that'll cost too much. It will cost, or he'll just do that. <laughs> you do not. We do not need guardrails. We do not need guardrails. Your no, no. lack of faith in our ability to not fall down is disturbing. 
like, hey, um, he's like one of the OSHA managers, is like he's new to the game. He's like, hey, um, I'm noticing this DS, De- uh, Death Star. Oh yeah, it has like 300,000 employees and no guardrails. Oh uh, yeah, don't don't go there. You, you will die. Don't just leave it be. There's this one situation so, yeah, the, where it's like above like lava, and the, they, yeah. they send the fish guy. Mm-hmm. This poor guy. Yeah, and he has like what a hundred years of debt, and he and it, to the point where um, what's his name? Carl Weathers. He can just like Carga. I'm gonna call him Carl Weathers. I, whether he's in like tr- uh, the 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 Predator or this, he's gonna be Carl Weathers. He did direct this episode. He did. It was awesome. Yeah. He's a good director, and uh, like he's sitting there like this. And I'll take sixty years off your sentence. Okay, I'll take another twenty. Like he's got that kind of change <laughs> to throw around. Like, I know. Man. I mean, I the feel whole sorry for this mithril guy. Well, the. F- the problem with him that they they told us is that he is a con artist. He's a con artist. He was doing the books for Grief Karga uh, with the guild apparently, and he dicked off and stole a bunch of money or something, and then took off. Oh, right. And oh. so that's why he got brought back, and now he has to work off his sentence. Yep. And the frontier justice is way different. So what were they making in that facility? Oh yeah, I th- I, I I theorize that since they're they. They're using baby Yoda DNA. I, I think this is the lead up to the um, making. Um, who's the big uh, the master? S- Snoke. Snoke. This is this is the lead up for making Snoke. Yeah. Oh. That's what I thought. Like I saw a bunch of the same guy over and over again. So I figured. Oh, they're snoking it up. There's a bunch of Snokes. I mean, because that's literally what we saw the, in the last. I wonder if like the Mandalorian film. is tying all of like the mismatched Star Wars movies together. A- anything, yeah, anything that doesn't like <laughs> anything that doesn't fit any loose ends, it ties into this. It's great. <laughs> it's like yeah. we're yeah. gonna make these three films. And we learn work. more about that in the next episode. But before we get to that, do y'all want to talk about the jeans guy? Jeans guy, my favorite character. Let's go to the go to the. Oh, this is very similar to the Starbucks coffee cup in uh, yeah. Game of Thrones. Let's see if we can if we can. It's they. People spotted it because they lightened up the screen, but let's see. So this is like the other. You might have to even look at the smaller screen. The regular film quality, yeah. He's on the left side. Oh, look, there he is! He's right there! So he was written into the the Wikipedia. He's an admiral or something. (laughs) He was? Yeah, he was. He's wearing a gray shirt, a watch, and some jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I feel bad that they (laughs) took that out. I understand why. Yeah, they digitally edited him out. Yep. And he uh, doesn't fit. He does not. Also, I like how Mithron has like the worst shooting like skill ever. He's Mithral. like po- Mithral, sorry. I, I, I'm gonna keep Horatio Sands. Horatio Sands. Yeah, right easier. Here. Horatio. He he's like popping up several times without shooting, then he finally shoots. Like or this where he's like <laughs> he's in the fetal position while running. Powering. He has that much of a command of the fetal position that he can execute it while on the move. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty good, man. <laughs> yeah. It's like Okay. Um so yeah, uh, they they make their escape in the tank. They shoot down some ties, and um, Mando finishes off the uh, the last tie with uh, some fancy flying in in the Razor Crest restore. Oh, yeah, that. so that was absolutely fantastic. Like they're gonna they're going to Navarro or something. They're gonna whatever. And he's like, I gotta get the kid. I gotta get my child. Yep. And so he he leaves everybody else there. They give him permission. Still. Yeah, I know it's it's hard. I I, I school is out. What's baby? There's no after school activities. There's no, they don't have clubs. Is there a babysitter? Anyone rated well? Like no, we're a de- <laughs> we're a, we're a lava planet. So he takes yep. off and he goes and picks up the razor crest. And just when you think that the crew inside this little transport tank are gonna die because they've there's like. They've lost their their, their, gun. their gun because that got exploded. There's when, no cover, right? So 
all of a sudden, like, they're like this close. And then it explodes because suddenly the razor crest comes in, you know, and just yeah. under the line. All right. And, that, and that's about and that's, it. Like, wait, well, that's the part where, like, uh, we see Baby Yoda, like, it actually really enjoys oh, yes. killing. Yeah, he so really likes like, murder and also he threw up a little bit. With yeah. The green stuff. Oh, that was... He had fun, but then he, he ended up throwing and then, up. And then he, then he, like the the mando, like it's a rag. Like let me, yeah, be off there. They're like, <laughs> hey, come back down, you know, have a drink or whatever. And he's like, I no, I, I got something to clean up in here. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, vomit. Yep. You made the kid puke. See, like you used to be able to just hang out with your friends and drink, but now with children, you have all this responsibility. Yeah, God, so so much okay. Uh, something that I just remembered is kind of interesting is that we discover that Cara Dune is from Alderaan. And oh, yeah, she is. When the, when the, the same X-Wing pilots, who are now not just officers, they're just, they're just, they're just beat cops <laughs> in orange uniforms. <laughs> yeah, so she's from Alderaan. And like, they're actually, in some books, like um, the Princess Leia book, the, uh, I forget what it's called, but there's like this a bunch of political... Canon or non-canon? It's canon now. Okay. It's a political one. And centrist means like people who want centralized power, more like the Empire and, the, mm-hmm. and something else. It's actually okay. But yeah, they, um, she's dealing with like the the her thoughts towards Alderaan. They recontextualize all her encounters with like Darth Vader on the uh, Death Star. It's pretty good, oh, that's and so cool. that's that does have a lot of baggage if you read into the lore a little more. Yeah. I like how he asked. So did you lose anyone on Alderaan? And you knew what was coming. It, it, <laughs> I lost everyone. <laughs> the whole whole now, entire planet blew up. It's like, did you lose anyone in Hiroshima? <laughs> Yes, Hiroshima native. Okay, now um, this brings us to the next. Uh, um, let, let me. Let, can may I? Oh, you want to read? I, oh, not, I don't want to read. I just. I'd like to have a little preamble about this next one labeled the Jedi by um, uh, Dave Filoni. Um, hang on. Ashoka Tano, motherfucker! Ashoka <laughs> Tano's back. Yes. Glad that you're so excited about this okay. character. Before we have to break out the handcuffs again, I just wanted to say I'm I'm super fucking excited about this. I was listen. I saw this on the screen for the first time, this big, and I didn't care. So this episode was written and directed by Dave Filoni. Spike, would you like to explain who Dave Filoni is? Oh, Dave Filoni is. A, what did you think I was spoiling? Uh, no, I was going to say I, I'd <laughs> like you to do the synopsis better. Yes, Dave Filoni is basically the creator of. Ahsoka Tano, who was originally a very annoying character in the first movie that she appeared in, but then turned into like one of the best, most most compelling characters with one of the best arcs I've ever seen. And she's great. So having him be the writer and director of this episode made a lot of sense. And let me tell you, the, the actress nails it. She has little facial like smirks and stuff when she's fighting Mando that just... So not only is it cool that she's in this episode, they but execute, they actually execute well, it well. And, and this woman, and I'm a little buzzed, so I, I can't quite... Rosario Dawson is now... She's going to be nerd royalty for the rest of her life. <laughs> well, I mean, wasn't she already? She, she was in Daredevil, and she was in a bunch of other... But still, this this is going to like cement her with a huge cross-section of nerds. Yeah. And she... Listen, like... And, and look... Uh, CW, take note. You can make your orange characters orange. It's cool. <laughs> Just do it. All right. Sorry. So Star Wars is like a lot more, um, you know. Starfire is literally an alien. I'm sorry. All right, that's enough. So 
After their brief stop in Navarro, where they, you know, destroy an Imperial base and discover all of this stuff, the Mandalorian, Din Djarin, and the child arrive at the city of Caladan on Corvus to find that the people who are living there are completely in fear of the magistrate of the city, Morgan Elsbeth, and her guards, which includes a hired mercenary named Lang, played by Michael Bean, also known as Kyle Reese, if you've watched any Terminator films. And the magistrate offers the Mandalorian a spear made of pure Beskar in exchange for killing Ahsoka Tano, who has been terrorizing, troubling the magistrate and her guards. So he, the Mandalorian then goes to find Ahsoka outside the town and tries to basically give her the child, give her the baby to train. And so using the force, she sits down, has kind of like a a mind to mind conversation with the child. We'll bring up the the name later. How about we bring it up when we talk about the, the bits and pieces? All right. Thus revealing the child's name and that he had actually been training as a Jedi before the Empire rose. And a lot of other things happened, including Order 66. And he was put into hiding. So she agrees after a lot of sort of... Cajoling. Cajoling. Fair. It's a good description of the Mandalorian. If he... And he offers this to help defeat the magistrate, Morgan Elsbeth. So they go to the city. They trick the guards and overpower them, free the citizens... And the Mandalorian ends up killing Lang in a very, very wild, wild west, like kind of brings us back to this show is a Western. Yep. And meanwhile, Ahsoka is confronting Elsbeth with her Beskar spear with the Beskar spear, which was actually a fantastic fight. Oh, yeah. And she demands Ahsoka is demanding to know where the master is where Elsbeth's master is which is revealed to be fucking Admiral fucking Thrawn <laughs> Thrawn mother- <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry That's, I am satisfied with where this episode went and so afterwards Ahsoka then again tells the Mandalorian she's not going going to train the child because he is Attachment to the Mandalorian is too strong. He has a lot of anger and fear yeah. inside still. Which leads to the dark side. Which leads to the dark side because, you know, she used to be Anakin's Padawan. Oh, God, a Sith Yoda species? That would, that would just be the end of everything. Oh, God, it'd be terrifying. So instead, she, <laughs> she tells the Mandalorian that there's maybe one chance for the child and says, go to the temple on the planet Tython where the child maybe will be able to send sort of like a feeler out through the force and someone might answer and that would help decide his fate. And then she gives the spear to the Mandalorian who doesn't want it. He's like, I didn't earn this. And she goes, it doesn't belong with me. It belongs with a Mandalorian. You're a Mandalorian. Take the damn spear, dude. Um, so, yeah. Yes, and this was, I loved it. Like the first scene where they're like on that foggy planet and she's like turning on the lightsabers and turning them off and like, like and using stealth and running around. Well, oh. she's using, she's obviously using the force to control the fog. 
I, maybe she I don't is. know if that's I don't know if that's the case, but that's got to be part of it because it's a particles. She can move particles. Ahsoka is one of the few that's known to be able to deactivate her opponent's lightsabers. So how much of a Jedi is Ahsoka? Is she a Jedi? No, she, she's not a Jedi, but she's she's trained like intensely. She left the she left right before Order sixty six. Be, well, she was actually uh, a little ways before. Yeah, she was upset with how the organization and it's not really an organization, but she was upset with how um, it was being run. The coalition so to speak of jedi and she thought that there was some corruption in there and she didn't think that they were doing the right thing all the time yeah so uh she is sort of semi regarded as a gray jedi who looks at all sides of the force and like they sold they sold her out when it was convenient the jedi order yeah, and uh, then the and order that was the word. My brain just yeah, that's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, they sold her out uh, like when it was convenient, and it took like Anakin and like um, Padme to like find the evidence, and they were they were just gonna say, okay, here go you know, the Senate. We're, we're revoking you just for political convenience. It was yeah. really it was really disheartening for her. And the uh, the Clone Wars like uh, extra season where she has her adventures are actually kind of good. Uh, like the, some of them are good, some of them are not. But uh, the part where she's actually like fighting with the the five hundred first is great. Um, so calling this chapter the Jedi, I mean, let's be real. It's sort of a misnomer because neither Ahsoka is really a Jedi anymore and the child isn't really a Jedi anymore either. Yeah. So it's, you well, know. Two, two kind of Jedis might make one full Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> so the spear that the Magistrate Morgan Elsbeth had was like pure Beskar steel. Oh, and yeah. she. So Mandal- the Mando walks into um, the city and... This is all shot, like, really beautifully. It's yeah. magnificent. Now, it, it, it has the Western feel at the end, like when you said, but it also feels like a samurai film in, mo- in most yeah. places. Especially at the end, yeah. like, w- one fight is like a samurai f- film and the other, the other fight is like a Wild West, like, showdown. Yeah, it's Western between the Mando and, uh, Michael, and, Sean- and Michael Bean. Yeah. And it's the samurai one between her, the, the Ahsoka, Ahsoka, and uh, the, the governor. Elizabeth, yeah. Magistrate. And the magistrate, sorry. I mean, that was very Kill Bill of them. But oh, yeah. So he walks in and she offers him this spear of Beskar. And it was kind of enjoyable and very satisfying when he sort of taps it on his armor. <laughs> yeah. And it, it makes resonates. this beautiful, resounding sort of clang. It was uh, it was literally like the angels came down from the sky uh, yeah, they, and sang. I like that's how he tests it too. Yeah, it's like oh, it's, it's that's there's, how they do it. In the there's Star Wars. there's, a, there's a certain resonance that you would expect. You he could probably do this. Fork, yeah. This is the only sound. Only Beskar on Beskar makes the sound. I know. Yeah. I I also like the when uh, he was fighting um, uh, Ashoka at first. He's just using the gauntlets like he's like crossing them to block the lightsaber. So that was. That's pretty cool. That was something that I guess didn't really click in my mind after, uh, you know, as much Star Wars as I've consumed. Maybe I forgot. Maybe I never knew. Is that Beskar holds up really light, well, is that but ver- not to blaster fire at close distances. Is that their version of uh, a yeah, adamantium? Yeah, it's kind of like of. that. Yeah, yeah, and it, the, yeah, because they they like I was saying earlier, they kind of wrote themselves into a corner with the lightsabers that cut through almost anything. So now yeah. you have to make up like special materials to like hold up for plot convenience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It needs like it's a rock, paper, scissors. It needs to have like a 
you know, scissors to its rock or whatever. Yeah, and uh, I liked it, like, at the when the fight, when she's fighting the, the magistrate, at the very end, like, when she, like, loses one of her lightsabers, she whips it around backwards, and that's her original style, is, like, the reverse grip. Mm-hmm. Huh. Which does give you a lot of control. So if uh, if you're like holding this and you reach up and you can just like start manipulating stuff and what what are the stuff. what are the two terms for how you hold something? There's a uh, in Filipino martial arts, it's a uh, heaven grip and earth grip. Yeah, depending on which way it's pointing to. Right. So you th- you think they didn't since you know the Spanish were there, they just go to hell grip, but that, maybe that's a little too metal. A little, a little hell metal. hell grip. Um, I thought it was cool that there was a weapon that wasn't like a lightsaber based. Right at the end, or it was a just blaster. A, it was a just a big like a spear. metal spear. I'm gonna I'm gonna poke you with the spear. It was very medieval. All right. It was a lot of it too. I bet if you melted that down, you could make like a like I don't know at least half a chest plate. Yeah, you you could sponsor a couple of the found The thing was solid. It's like right. It's thick and like, well, I don't know. Like the this question thing is, around, does it does, does it that will it compa- will will it um will it collapse? Because it has those segments. And realistic, oh. if he's gonna wear that like on his back, that's gonna be a pain. I'm betting, I'm betting it's gonna collapse, and he can put it on his thigh or something. Mm. That would be cool. Yeah. That was his other um, unlockable for this yeah. episode. He keeps. Yeah, this is this is very much like a yeah, like a video game here. It's like, well, you <laughs> you've now unlocked the spear, and now you get new da, 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 moves. He's practicing under a waterfall. Huh, hoo, huh. So <laughs> when when the Mandalorian departs the city to, you know, in the magistrate's eyes, go kill Ahsoka. Um, he meets up with her and they have, like we were talking about that sort of mini battle. And he's like, Ahsoka Tano. And she's like, the fuck? And he's like, Bo-Katan sent me. Um, and, and that was kind of funny to just shout your opponent's name and disarm them. Like, yeah, I guess that you. kind of works. Yeah, like, if, if, you, if, if you think, like, I'm just showing up to kill you and I know your name, and I'm like, whoa, 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 I'm just, I'm, I'm, I just want to talk. <laughs> Have you heard the good word? Like, nope, lightsaber. Um, so then they, you know, he presents the child to her, and she's like, oh, oh I yeah. won't. And this, this has caused a little bit of a stir, too. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. She's like, I've only ever met one being of this race before. So you know two. Right. Everyone's like, did you forget about Yaddle? Like, well, maybe she never met Yaddle. Maybe she never met Yaddle. Like, maybe, but, but she was in the room with her several times. Right. <laughs> really? She, she's been she's been in 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 the the high or the the council chambers, like reporting to the to the high council. Uh, yeah, so like they, there's no like that that was that's like you not knowing like both your bosses. Like if you have like two higher ups and it's like, I, I only know the, the one we ever all know about. It's like, weren't you in like 13 meetings with your other boss? Like, nah, yeah, but you know, we never talked. Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> like, oh, screw Yaddle. You don't exist anymore. It's just Yoda. And, well, and, maybe Yaddle, uh, maybe it's like a thing where it's like Yaddle wasn't a real Yoda species. <laughs> it was totally a real. Okay, that's not important. But speaking of. of As um, in like a more oh, like oh. a. Uh, a cultural sense. Ah, okay. Uh, and and do, you, do you want to rock, paper, scissors over who gets to reveal okay. the Dude, child's name? Yeah, okay. I don't know. Ready? <laughs> One, two, three. So, oh, no, I, I've, I've, you know, presented all of this. I was going to let the two of you okay, go. battle Talk out. about... Um, so she reveals that the child's name <laughs> is actually... There's a There's like this moment where she says the name and I'm like... Like, hmm. This is extreme cultural significance because for the last like two and a half 
or one and a half years or so. Yeah, we've right? been sitting here like, ah, we've been calling him just Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, which is like calling like <laughs> your friend's kid, like, hey, um, child. <laughs> so it was like really interesting to say. It was, I don't know, like, there's many moments in TV history where it's like, oh, Maggie shot Mr. Burns, jumping the shark, jumping the shark, and then I don't know. I feel like this is up there with that, where yep. it's like all of America is just like. <gasps> Grogu? Ooh. <laughs> Listen, that is, is Grogu. Grogu! Is all, all okay, well, we're gonna get used to it. We're gonna get, and you can still look. It, it's like when the when when the Nintendo Revolution became the Wii. You can still call it the Revolution. You can still call Grogu Baby Yoda. Nothing stopping you. But also, that does sound like an off-brand pasta sauce. <laughs> so let's. I don't buy ragu. I buy grogu. Yeah, grogu. Listen, it has more sugar. Um, it's made with less um, fresh quality ingredients, but the price or like prego you can't beat it. Yeah, it's like I, I thought you were getting some prego. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't yeah, have. We, they had grogu. They had grogu. They had grogu. It's like <laughs> now, now, now with thirty percent less gruel. <laughs> grogu. Uh, you, you and I. So there's still sixty percent gruel in there. You and I watched <laughs> a couple of times a video earlier where it was when the Mandalorian realizes that the child's name is Grogu and how the child reacts. And the first time she's like, call him Grogu. And he was like, Grogu. And the child goes, (laughs) he's just looking at the fire. I'm calling you. And then like, you know, the Mandalorian's kind of just standing off to the side of him and he's like, yeah, no, (laughs) it's like when you, it's like (laughs) they're trying to put the name over like, they're trying to show everyone's like, yes, everyone, this is his real name. He he responds, he responds to, it. to it. There's no question. <laughs> this is his real name. He responds to it twice and within a minute. Yeah. So, so you, this is canon. Shut up. This is canon. His Dave Filoni says it's so. Grogu, Grogu, Grogu. I feel like um, it was funny. Like after that, like instead of the child, like in the in the text, they were just calling him Grogu. like in the subtitles. Mm-hmm. I think they, they changed calling the him name. A, yeah, it was the child, and now it's like after that, after the name reveal, it, it was, was Grogu. Grogu. Yeah. So and I feel like we have to call him Grogu. Like I called him Baby Yoda earlier to kind of like go with that. Yeah, I was going so with that too. We're gonna get him a "Hi, my name is" yeah, uh, sticker, and it'll just say Grogu on it. So, <laughs> so do you, what, oh, what do, do you think, think the, about that Grogu? Or or it'll say Baby Yoda, and then it'll be crossed out. It's kind of like Grogu. a big, yeah. strong name too. It I is. Feel like it's, it's, a, it's like a big monster. That should like, be for someone at least six feet tall. Grogu. I am Grogu. I'm Grogu. I it's, must break. It's you. it's what is it like the orc from World of Warcraft? Oh yeah, that's Yoda. what it sounds like. They should, that's what it should. It's two syllables though, kind of like Yoda. Yoda. Grogu. I, I guess. Um. Anyway. God. No. <laughs> so so Ahsoka does the test on him. You know they, and whatever, and and she realizes that the child is still full of anger and fear, and um he has a very strong bond with. Mando and she said he actually considers you a father figure and I was like my god it's true now it's officially canon that's his dad even Um, though he spent like less time with him than anyone in his life right right he's about 50 right yeah Yeah. so (laughs) but it's you know it's it's all about how we carry ourselves it's not about what what kind of father figures did he have before like like, I guess I guess he always wanted like a cool dad oh yeah grew up but I mean Mando's cool dad what Jedi children, Padawans, don't have oh, parental yeah, figures. True, right? yeah, there's no attachments. No. And, but still, that's still a cool father figure. And realistically, right. like, you get to say, like, well, what's your dad like? like? Well, he makes me do my homework, and I have to go to church every Sunday, and I have a bunch of extracurriculars. Like, what about you? It's like, well, I fly around a spaceship, I've been to school once, and I've <laughs> seen a lot of people die. 
So <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting cool. Like, and I basically get to eat whatever I want. Whatever I can fit in my mouth. <laughs> like, even if it runs the risk of exterminating a bloodline of a species, eh. It's like my dad's kind of lenient on it. <laughs> he doesn't care that much. Yeah. <laughs> He's so, like, stop eating that. <laughs> so Mando tells Ahsoka, hey, look, the magistrate tried to, you know, wants me to kill you. But, you know, if I help you take the city back, will you train him? And she kind of sort of is like noncommittal about it. But like, yeah, a little yeah, bit. But she, she strongly sure. implies. Like totes. So. They do all the killing we talked about. And at the end, she's like, Ugh, listen, buddy. Yeah. Um, so like they they invade and you end up seeing the this is the dude that you liked. Um who Mando first tried to talk to when he stepped into the city. Yep. Uh, helps him like not die, like points out the assassin robot, the final one that had. Oh yeah. Been. The, yeah. The Asian dude with the kids. Right. Yeah. And um, that's the guy that ends up after Morgan Elsbeth dies, becoming the new magistrate. And it's like, <laughs> right? was it just be, like, it's like just, you've been touched by the Mandalorian who saved us. That means that you're automatically, I guess the new magistrate. It's the rule of, I had the most screen time on the show. <laughs> the Mandalorian. I know it's like, Wait, who who knew the Mandalorian most? And he's like, I, I, did, I, I did. He, uh, he didn't talk much. He just raised his hand. Yeah, right. he we doesn't talked. even he doesn't even talk that much. Like when she's sitting there with us, when he's sitting there with Ahsoka, it's like, so let's talk about your governance plan. Like, no, he's just like, <laughs> it, it, it looks like a generic like political ad where there's just some guy like like shaking hands with somebody like just. It's like I, I he's like I'm leader. I'm I'm nameless Asian dude and I approve this message. <laughs> they had like a, he had a silent connection with the Mandalorian. It was it was all it was all it was through like, like a, it, was it was through, like, it's through body language yeah. and eye contact and facial expressions is very deep or They're doing this a lot. <laughs> there's a point they don't show where he's in the house like <laughs> Where's that from? That's from Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Matthew Street, McConaughey. Yeah. <laughs> After after all of the fighting takes place and the new magistrate has been identified, um, Ahsoka and Mando go back to his ship and you know once again he's like, "All right, now you're gonna train it. Now you're gonna train the kid." And she's like, "Ha, no, I'm not." But I'll tell you what I will do. I'm gonna tell you to go to the ancient temple on the planet Tython where Grogu can maybe if he tries send you know like a message or whatever through the force and someone might answer um and so the question is who because i mean let's let's be real someone's going to answer that this is going to happen it's not just going to be like well we'll just sit here twiddling our thumb playing on a little ancient temple little seeing stone like we're and then that'll be it no like something's going to happen um, and some of the things that I was reading were saying that it could be Luke who responds. Um, there's a couple of other Jedi that are still alive. Um, I don't remember who it was. There was someone else. Oh, there was a screen rant about this, but um, there's a whole like there's a whole bunch of like Jedi that survived Order sixty six. But there was there was a, it was specific as to why it would be this person, but oh. I can't remember what it was. I'll have to, I'll find it later. And I don't think that librarian from the cartoon is still alive. She was like in her eighties. That was Joe Jocasta. Yeah, she was like in her eighties when like the the show happened. So the the this episode talks about he was 
the child was hidden away. Yeah. But like who would have done that? Who would have known, had enough time, um, and someone wrote something that suggested that it could have been, Joca- it was Jocasta New, I think, um, who hid him away. It was Ben Solo. No, no. no I'm no. trying to find out who was Asajj Ventress's like, boyfriend for like a minute, that Jedi, because he survived Order 66 as well, and he's in the right age range to... Um, to uh to 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 be this uh kids it uh, was it was a dude it was, I, oh yeah it was a dude I'm just uh, no that that was in the thing anyway um so there's some question as to who will answer the call yeah. that the child may it's basically send putting out it's, it's like putting out a wanted ad for for a trainer you know the way like Ahsoka sets up that next episode that's it's very video game like right now you have to go to this other planet it's like, you've unlocked the spear now go to this planet and do yeah. these objectives <laughs> listen that, that some people do have a problem with that that formula but I, I I like it I think it's it it's episodic it's fun you get to go to a new place and uh, I'm excited to see where the Thrawn thing comes from dude and when they come out with the Mandalorian game they, they haven't come out with a game yet they have no. not really like well they, they kind of really did there's they, awesome. they technically kind of did their Star Wars bounty hunter because it had like a like the the Mandalorian armor and Boba Fett so you could technically say, hmm. but um, also like the some Admiral Thrawn, Grand Admiral Thrawn, he's still Grand Admiral. He's still working for the Empire, even though it's kind of fallen. And really, his first loyalty is to the Chiss Ascendancy. So I have no clue what his purpose what's now the, is. What's the Jizz Ascendancy? Chiss. Chiss. I'm buzzed, <laughs> and I get it. Okay, but look, they're from uh, they're from um they're from. The, well, for uh, our viewers that don't really know about that, they're from the uh, what? I'm a little buzzed. What's the the place they can't go to called the the uncharted not uncharted um wild space? It's from wild space where it's hard to get into there through um through hyperspace lanes because of um a series of um of supernovas through um materials all over the place that makes hyperspace lanes unpredictable. Uh-huh. So they use force sensitive like children, like usually little girls to um, plot courses through hyperspace. And um, so that's where he lives. And he came out to the um, to the rest of the galaxy to like assess and get help to um, help his people. So oh. he's working for Palpatine for his people's ends. Well, that's very Star Wars-y, man. It's super Star Wars. So I don't know why he's still working for the Empire. He could just go uh, F off back to back to Chiss, to this, to the Ascendancy. He sent his buddy, um, not Cobb fan, uh, his, he had an underling through most of those books. Uh, he he was like a like a like a outer rim dude. Hang on. Outer rim. Hang on. Rimming it. Who was? Rim. Grand Admiral Thrawn. Ah, so if, if Mandalorian had who a was job, Grand Admiral Thrawn's assistant on the outer rim, would it would it be a rim job? Uh, you know, bro. <laughs> Eli Vanto. He spoke a a trade language from near Chiss space. Okay, so he sent him to the Chiss Ascendancy to do some work with them. He just slowly left the empire and just like, oh yeah, I work with the Chiss, whatever. Wow. And the thing is, like, he was never like the um, uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn was never the uh, strip of planet bear, like a uh, type of leader. So I'm not sure where where this is going. They may be changing his characterization a bit because in the books he's a way more calm, collected, like just a uh, non wasteful, non evil dude. They make him very sympathetic in the books, but he does work for the empire. So it's uh-huh. I'm kind of I'm, I'm interested, well, so interested. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting character, I think. I'd like to I'd be interested in seeing seeing how they like play him up on 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 the show. Yes. All right. And do we have anything else to say about Mando? No, I don't think so. And his name is John Cena. I'm sorry. I just felt the urge to do that. Um. Oh man. Wait till John Cena gets his role yeah, they, in Star Wars. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna come from the uh, from the from the Suicide Squad straight to Star Wars. No. Um. So I think <laughs> here let's. 
Let's start wrapping this up. Now, um, I, I want to warn everyone out there in podcast land and YouTube land, you're going to see us with a whole bunch of Christmas decorations next week. It's going to be awesome. And lots of Christmas movies to talk about. Yes, and we, we're going to have to squeeze in more Mando in between that, but it's going to be awesome. That'll be fine. That'll oh, be yes. easy. We, we may just not have other, like miscellaneous topics. We're just going to talk Mando. We'll see. We'll see. So that being said, uh, I'm Spike. I'm Victor. I'm Samantha. Thanks for listening to the Transmit Podcast. See you next time. See y'all.